I'm Kathy. And I'm John Paul. And everything you're about to hear is on a strictly don't need to know basis. But just maybe, this week's episode might make you go, Whoa. Or, oh My god, you can pay someone to do that? Or, if we've done our job right, you might just go, I'm gonna rent a friend and take him to the sky. So anger your family. And don't bring a tear. And put your shoes out for the night, because Santa's coming. <laughs> it's renting season. Okay, so, Kathy. Yes, John Paul! I'm going to talk to you today about, um, I don't really have a pithy thing for this, but basically, when you pay actors to be people in your life. I like that. You have a, you have a way to... No, no, I thought I might. Yeah. Well, we can come back to that. I don't know what it is. So, uh, obviously we've had a little time to think about this now, and, uh... Still got absolutely nothing, absolutely no inspiration struck at any point. It's a real, it's a real shame. It's why we don't do improvisation. Isn't that right, John Paul? Mm. But um, start with a simple one, which is um, rentafriend.com. Classic. And All my friends are from there. <laughs> yeah. Also, I am from there. Yeah. yeah. Kathy is paying out the ass for this podcast. So much. Please. It's- it's Sends really me nice. funny. It's yeah. like I pay him per episode. Yeah, my rates are insane. Um, He's very in demand. Um, yeah, okay. We're just having a little browse on. Oh, it's a, a much more low budget website. Yeah, than it's I was really low budget. It's, it's kind of like you know when you type in slightly the wrong web address and you go to like a mysterious <laughs> website. Yeah, that's like that's trying to what take the your money. Actual website looks yeah. like. Yeah. Um, a lot of stock photo usage. A lot of stock photo usage. Of it's just like friends. Don't worry, there's a big banner that says updated for 2017, so they really want you to know. Um, okay, so go... Rent-A-Friend has been featured on AOL. Yeah. So there's over 621,000 friends available, so you're never going to run out of friends. I also like their list of, of things that you can use to rent a friend, um, that you rent a friend to do. I love wingman, wingwoman. Yeah, wingman, wingwoman. Phone friend is also particularly good, as is uh, arcade. I'm unsure what a phone friend is. Do you just call them? Yes, you just call them. Also, oh, okay. <laughs> one of the events out of maybe 40 is hot air balloon, which I like that they're really <laughs> Very adventurous. Specific. Yeah. Very specific and adventurous. Um, also, one of them is meet friends, which is interesting. So it's you get a rent-a-friend to then go meet, meet some friends. make your friends think you have more friends? We'll get to that later. Whoa. Yeah, what? Psychic? <laughs> what? One of them says psychic. Uh, so either you... Let's be very clear. Psychic. Yeah, do you, are you renting the psychic or you, you rent them to go to the psychic with you? <laughs> renting them to go to the psychic with you is really good. Wow. Wow. Other things to do with your rent-a-friend. Crochet club. Train spotting. Biscuit making. Have one try to teach the other how to skip a rock and have it not go so well. Explain the concept of Pharaohs. Discuss your mutual knowledge of the film Agent Cody Banks. Toenail clipping. Tandem bicycle riding. Playing tennis, badminton, or any two-person competitive racket sport. Open a snow cone stand. Talk about the roles you wish you had in the school play. 
Pick a fight with a local blacksmith. Two-person figure skating. Learn how to identify the early signs of gangrene. Hot dog eating competitions. Go to tantric yoga together. Competitive makeovers. Threatening your respective fathers with a machete until they give you all of their WD-40. Fight club style fight clubs. And spin class. Oh, I'm... oh, wait a minute. This one just, com- I just completely read over this one. Teaching manners. Oh. So, so you're renting a friend to teach you manners. You're like, I like the idea of someone who has the discipline to know they have no manners and wanting to <laughs> and learn. pay someone. You know what? I know I'm a slob. Yeah. I know, I know I'm a slob. I just, I asked you over because I wanted some help. That's okay. Okay. Um, so the first thing you're going to want to do is, um, I've noticed that you, you, you chew with your mouth open. Oh, so that's... that's the only way to get the food. No. It's the only no, way no. to get the food in. You want to just, just keep your mouth closed. Oh, gosh. you chewing. Also... I have noticed that you're not wearing any clothes. Oh, clothes, clothes, uh, restrict your movement. I wouldn't even say that's manners, to be honest. I think it's just basic social etiquette. Oh, God, do I got nothing to per- gotta get another person for that, too? Yes, no, I only do table manners. Oh, then why'd you comment on my nakedness? It really put me out. It just, it's hard to not notice it, to be honest. Oh, darn. Listen, do you know which spoon to use if you're having a souffle? Ah, the ah, the big spoon. I'm always the big spoon in romance. No, no, we're not. We're not talking. About I'm romance. such we're a good big souffles. spoon in romance. Let me tell no. you, I curl no, around stop. and I make people feel stop very it. comfortable in any situation. Oh. I bet. I bet you don't even get the spooning right in romance. Oh. I bet you're using the wrong... Sp- I bet you're going from the inside out instead of the outside in. <laughs> what would that mean? What, that... what would that possibly... <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> what, what as soon that, as I said it, I was like, that, that is... What could that possibly mean? Okay, so this is another website called um, invisibleboyfriend.com. <laughs> um, and Invisible Boyfriend is phone friend. So it's basically... Oh. Yes, phone friends. So it's basically, um, this is the situation. I don't know which is a weirder name, to be honest. Uh, Phone friend (laughs) is the weirder name. Um, Invisible boyfriend, it's basically if you want to appear like you have a boyfriend or girlfriend on um, just digitally slash um, if you just want some sort of digital companionship. Basically how it works, you get 50 texts a month, you pay $25, and... You can design your perfect boyfriend, and then they pay creative writers to respond to your texts in real time. Oh my god, that's so weird. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> it's fascinating. It's really great. $25? 25, 25 Oh, it's expensive. And this website is sleek as fuck. This is like a well-designed website. They're really trying to get your cash. It's a money-making scheme. Yeah, okay. So you get, to des- you get to decide what his name is, and there was a button to, quote, randomize it. And did I randomize it? <laughs> of course it? you did. I'd expect so, nothing less. There are some great names in here. Um, okay. Uh, the first one was Gerald Gale Carroll, which I like because That's it's... That's his name. It just sounds like three men. <laughs> it just sounds like a, a well, trio. Well, what you've got is a collection of three <laughs> random names. Yeah. Gerald Gale... No, Gerald Gale Carroll. Really mm-hmm. good. Okay. Very nice. Then we've got Chad Buddy Considine. I like his middle name's 
His first two names are Chad and Buddy. Which Chad is really good. Buddy. <laughs> um, we've got Daryl Ignacio Weiser, big boy. Daryl Ignacio is a great name. Yeah. Hans Ron Wintheiser. <laughs> <laughs> These are all, rid- like, if you were like, have you got a boyfriend? Yeah. What's his name? Um, it's Hans Ron Wintheimer. Is he imaginary? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they all sound as imaginary as possible, which I think is good for their market. Then we've got Antonia Elwood Kerluke. Nice. Really good. And this is the one I... I, I <laughs> this is the one I, I decided to stay with, which was Herschel Numbers Tremblay. So a lot of good things about this. First... <laughs> Why is his middle name Numbers? Yeah, that was the first thing I really uh. locked into. His middle name is just Numbers. His first name's Herschel, like the backpack. Last name is Tremblay, like Jacob Tremblay from the hit film The Room. Room. Oh, Just Room. Oh, this is good on a lot of levels. Good on a lot of levels. What's in a name? What's in a name? Deconstruction. Deconstruction. Um, another great thing is there's the how old is he part, um, and it goes from 18 to 77, but it says, don't see the age you're looking for, tell us. Which I like that they couldn't have just created it from like, well, they shouldn't have done zero, but from like <laughs> 18 to like... Well, I, I like who made the decision. Like, no one wants a boyfriend over seventy-seven. Like, that's the cutoff. That's point. the cutoff. Like, after that, you're a lunatic. Hi, seventy-eight-year-old bachelor here, and uh, I just feel a little bit left out of the equation. So, if you could bump that age to seventy-eight, maybe seventy-nine. My birthday's next month. That'd be great. I understand the the lower age. The lower end, yeah. I fucking love that. Don't see the age you're looking for? Tell us, and we'll tell the police. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also, like, don't see the looking for? Tell us. Like, the only age I could be looking for. Like, what are you talking... Like, I also want, like, 43 and a half. Like, I'm not really a, like, 43 or 44 kind of guy. Um, Okay. So, here's what's next. Um, When you click the location of where you want your invisible boyfriend to be from, the immediate... Maybe it was just for me, but... Which I don't know what it says about me, but the the immediate thing is Houston, Texas. That's the first one. And then this is the list of cities in order. Houston, Texas, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Ottawa, Boston, Detroit, Denver, Chicago, Phoenix, and then just Edinburgh, Scotland for no reason. So, but later I, I found out researching was that um, one of the tips that they give you and how to keep a low profile on your invisible boyfriend so that people don't find out he's not real yeah. is to say that he works a lot and lives in another city. He's from so, Houston. Right, so these are the most <laughs> random-ass cities that they could be from. Um, and then you got to chase a picture. Are these some stock photos? You can also upload your own photo. <laughs> Kathy, just describe the man I have chosen. Okay, so I'm looking at Herschel Tremblay here. Um, f- firstly... Gotta say, I'm really struck by the length of his neck. <laughs> it is long neck. It's he's got like a shirt with a collar, and it is it's like emerging out like the head of a turtle. Yeah, it's apparent that he tried to shave his neck beard, mm. and there's still a little five because he's shadow. quite yeah he's quite a hairy man. He's quite got a he's man. got a strong it's very strong beard. Yeah, kind of like a slightly like hazy smile. Mm-hmm. Like he could be high. He's not looking at the camera. No, no, he's looking no. slightly off. Um, and his hair could use a tousle. Yeah, like quite floppy, but not really in a good way. No, not in a great way at all. I don't know if that's how I imagine a Herschel Tremblay would look. Yeah, also you could choose a personality. I chose saucy and sarcastic, <laughs> as I would. Um, <laughs> and then you have to you create a story that you then, like a little backstory of how you met to send to the creative writer to talk to you. 
the stock story is we found each other on OkCupid and instantly connected because we have the same taste in movies. He travels a lot for work, so it's difficult to plan dates, but we've been talking and texting constantly. He's so easy to talk to, and I'm excited to see where this is going. It's really nice. That's yeah. established, yeah. Yeah. Um, they have a <laughs> section of the website specifically for damage controls from when your friends start questioning if your boyfriend is real. This is, an, to be fair, you're getting your money's worth here, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, they, they, they've, they've thought service. this through. There are some ways to save face if you slip up, can't answer a question, or come face-to-face with someone who've guessed you have an invisible boyfriend. Considering the following tactics for tactics for repairing your credibility. If you contradict yourself or forget a detail about him when you're drinking, blame it on the booze. A joke can be a great shield. I mean, that's just great for, in that's, general. That's how I live my yeah. life. You can dissolve a tense moment with a joke or cover-up mistake with a friendly, just kidding... That always that's, works. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that, fail-safe. That, anytime you say a whole thing and then you say, <laughs> just, just kidding. kidding. But, like, possibly quite stressed. Right, exactly. That's def- Yeah, no, people are not Like, gonna... the kind of person that needs this kind of guide, they're definitely going to kill the just kidding, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's be clear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was so ill last week. Like, I had the worst food poisoning. I was so, so ill. And I just, I just shat myself on the way home. <laughs> just kidding um the last bullet point if someone asks if he's an invisible boyfriend laugh it off the more you try to deny and counteract it the more suspicious it will seem (laughs) just laugh and say definitively no (laughs) (laughs) no it's really great oh wow this is such a great party yeah i'm so I'm, i'm so excited to finally meet herschel I mean, he seems like a good guy. Oh. When is he going to get here? When is he going to get here? Oh. Herschel's just texted me. Oh. Um, and he, he can't make it. Oh. He kind of cancels a lot, doesn't he? He's just a really busy guy, you know? And it, it's totally not his fault. Like, his he was um he was out sailing and his he today he just got yeah 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 and he just got cut off he got uh, what do you mean he got cut like what do you mean from he got the cut shore off? like he just can't there's come no, back in time there's no ports no no i think it's more like a weather condition thing wait it's too it's too he bad weather he, he like cannot get back so he's stuck uh. at sea you're trying to yeah. tell me your boyfriend Herschel is is stuck at sea because the yeah. weather is too bad. It's barely oh, he can't make it. It's barely Sorry. raining right now. It's like barely raining. Oh, there's like pocket. There's like a weird climactic thing. Climactic around the coastline. Climatic. <laughs> Wait. So I'm. So why aren't you worried? You don't seem worried at all. Oh, you're trying to tell me oh your boyfriend God, is stuck so off the coast. So worried. Yeah? I'm so. I mean, you might. Can you hear how worried people, I am? People die at sea all the time. What? Oh my God! Right. This... I should. Okay. Should I call someone? Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. Now we're just kind of moving on to, um, so yeah, in general, talking about, like, trying to have people fill roles in your life, like actors, non-real entities. 
Um, so a lot of this takes place in Japan. A lot of people have probably heard about this. There's like snuggle buddies. You can go to like a snuggle cafe and be like snuggled. That's a 10 out of 10 idea. So yeah, so there's snuggle buddies. Um, there's these host clubs in Japan, which are really interesting, which is basically these young, attractive men. And basically uh, women will pay to go there just to socialize with these men and to kind of be um, like the men will flirt with them, but nothing more. It's just flirting. And um, they'll pay a lot of money. Like some of these hosts can get make up to sixty thousand dollars a month. Whoa! In the high end clubs, so you'll like pay and you'll like go with a group of girls and then you'll all get flirted on, flirted on, flirted <laughs> with <laughs> by this guy. Um, it was flirting on me. <laughs> yeah, um, flirted all over me. <laughs> oh no! Oh, he flirted on top on of me. <laughs> Hi, do you want to get flirted on? Perhaps by me. I could do the one. I could be the the doer to to flirt on 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 you, if and so you desired that. Um, yeah. Okay. There's another thing. Like they have there's there's these cry cafes, which currently are only open to women. I understand. Um, but basically, you it's like a hotel room, but it's got um, like movies to make you cry. It's got tons of tissues, and and basically, it was created by a person who like saw that who thinks like about the therapeutic benefit of crying mm-hmm. basically oh, okay. and there's like a lot of stress and stuff and so you can go to this room you can just cry which honestly sounds great but it's expensive but how do you know how expensive it is yeah i mean you can't go kathy oh <laughs> oh no you could go you'd have to fly to japan to go that would add to it's like expense. 95 dollars for the day oh oh but you do a whole day yeah, I mean, you get the day in the room. You cry for a day? Yeah. It's, I, I, this yeah. is so efficient. Yeah, it's really great. This whole thing is just like... Yeah. Forrest Gump was listed as one of the movies to cry to, which I approve of for sure. Movies to cry to. Up. I mean, what a beautiful romance. The Notebook. Aw. Titanic. Boo-hoo. Oh, so sad. Tron Legacy. Oh, Jeff Bridges is so old. Oh, no. Hot Fuzz. Simon Pegg is tragically gorgeous throughout that entire film, and it always brings tears. The Wolf of Wall Street. Aw, oh, poor Leo deceived and get an Oscar. Oh, poor Leo, where? Spy Kids. Ugh, poor Junie. He doesn't have sex the entire film. Um, here's another thing, a little thing for you, Kathy. <gasps> the UK. So, um, there's a rent-a-mourner service, right? So they're called morologists. Um, wow. and apparently it's like a pretty common thing that happens, um, in like, um, the Middle East and like East Asia and such where, um, you'll pay people to come and mourn at your funeral Basically, oh, wait, you're at your own funeral, not at your own funeral, but like some one of your family members oh, okay. would come. I was and, so you like plan in advance. It's just like paying people to fill out a crowd, basically, I, right? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so there's this great cracked article, um, just stealing from cracked. No, referencing. No, 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 supporting cracked's work, <laughs> right? Um, Loving cracked. This anonymous author says, uh, talking about their their professional job as a mourner, says. One time, I needed to learn some archery because I was supposed to arrive as a deceased archery teacher's former protege, and there was a chance I'd actually have to fire off arrows. I okay. My favorite thing about this is it's n- it's not it's not just that you go to make up numbers. Yes, it's that you are given a specific character. Yeah, 
do, do you get like a briefing pack of like yes. you are the long lost third brother <laughs> of my dead husband right and they try to make it as difficult as possible it seems like, like yeah you are you the m- <laughs> the deceased archery teacher's former protege so like what happened to this former protege does he really not want to go that badly or did they die in like a tragic fire but don't want to tell even real right was he even an archery <laughs> teacher so many questions right a lot of questions at stake all right thank you so much for helping out today um very simple very simple you are the estranged brother of the deceased um there was a falling out there was a tension around okay. some inheritance all right Great. uh but it's it's sort of all right now and uh, you you always love him deep down and that's why you're at the funeral okay great so okay. i'm an estranged brother yeah. and uh yeah, yeah. I, I love him deep down and just there's yeah. some tension over very inheritance. simple very simple great no but also also sorry also you did um you married his daughter married his daughter um yes she's quite a lot younger got it um she's 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 18 now Um, she's 18 now yes um you married her just before he died just while he was on his deathbed Mm. um and and the reconciliation was starting to happen um and then you that you begun this whirlwind romance Mm. um and this daughter um you know, very troubled, mm-hmm. very troubled. A lot of drug use, which really oh, you encouraged. Um, I encouraged. If yes. Great. Um, and she, she is now completely addicted to heroin. Great. So just um, to recap real quickly, I, I am yes. strange brother. Uh, inheritance is a squabble. Uh, I've married uh-huh. my dead dead brother's uh, daughter. Well, no, he wasn't dead when you got married. Right, that's that is I I married my my once alive now deceased brother's daughter. Yes, but dying, dying. dying yes, he dying. was dying. Right. Yes. Um and uh she is also addicted to heroin because of my actions. Yes. Yes, I'd say so. Um because you're a drug dealer. So, sorry, I should have mentioned that. Oh, sorry. Sorry, okay. sorry. You are a drug dealer. Um so, so not sh- a lot of people know some people at the funeral will know that, but not everyone. Mm. So surely I'm not welcome at the funeral. Oh, no, no, no. But when you were very, very young, you saved your brother's life. Um, oh. He was about to cycle off a cliff mm. um, and you threw yourself in front of him. You got run over slightly by the bike tire, which Oof. is why you have that the scar, scar on That's your flank. That's why I have the scar, right. Um, so, you know, there's always been there's always been a sense of love and acceptance for that, that selfless act, mm-hmm. even though you are now a drug dealer. And I have married his underage daughter. I should mention you are also a bodybuilder, um, and you you're very good at juggling. Mm. So, just two things to bear in mind. Okay. So, in terms of how great. you portray the character. Good. So I'll, I'll both. Yes. Great. Per- I I I think I can do it. Um. But yeah, this guy talked about having to do like a lot of background research. He's like an actor by training, and so just does acting. What a challenge, though huge challenge and basically he says that it gets tense sometimes because like people think that you're because a lot of times people will get stressed because if you do a bad job people think that you're obviously not supposed to be there but not because you're a paid mourner but because you're trying to like steal inheritance or do something weird he also talked about one time when what he dubbed one of the people who hired him was fancied himself a a stanley kubrick right (laughs) um so He'd whisper, cry harder or moan louder, which are things that nobody wants to hear at a funeral. Um, I, oh, he's trying to make a joke. Oh, fuck that. 
<laughs> it finally got so bad that it sounded fake, and a fellow mourner cried so hard that her eyelids swelled to the point where she couldn't physically see to drive to the reception. You've got to really be good at crying on demand. That's like... Yeah, you're going to be really good at crying on demand. Um, this is something completely different. Back to Japan. Um, you can hire a handsome weeping boy, which is a loose translation, <laughs> to come and wipe away I your tears. I love a loose translation. Oh. <laughs> Boo-hoo. I'm so sad. <laughs> I just can't stop weeping. <laughs> But I'm also so handsome. <laughs> so so you cry, and then you have this handsome weeping boy come and try to wipe away your tears. Can I hire him in the weeping cafe? Uh, probably. <laughs> Honestly, I bet all these weepers get together. I, I, I think it's probably not as isolated as we think. Yeah. I'm dividing this into segments, but it's probably much more They're, All of these people are in the same place. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of the the main article that got me thinking about this. There's this article in The Atlantic that um, was released earlier this November, so it's fairly recent. Fresh! So uh, you might be able to tell with this reference to 2017 that we actually recorded this episode in November of 2017. Now it's March of 2018, and you might think, are these guys time travelers? But no, this is something called recording software, and... Funnily enough, this is not live. Sorry. Talking about um, paying for fake friends and family in Japan. Uh, it's by Rock Morin. Um, and basically, the company is called Family Romance. And there's other companies too, but this is like the main that's, one. That's a weird name. It's a strange. They, they right. Just, they yeah, just I didn't like even clock combined, that. Like, <laughs> two buzzwords. <laughs> two family and romance. We do them both. Call it Family Romance. Yeah. Weird, weird, weird that. It's eight years old and they have over 800 actors employed. Wow. And their motto is more than real. Oh. Because they they want to give you the emotional satisfaction that real life never could. So basically what you can do. Can you do, have arguments with them? Oh, you can. Ah! So basically what you can do is you just hire somebody and you give them a very detailed outline of exactly who you want them to be. Oh and they will be God. that person for you for a fee. So yes. there's a lot of, they'll say that they'll post for any occasion as long as it's not illegal. That's, that's fair enough. Okay. So um, it's, the person started it um, because they had a friend who um, was a single mother who had a, who had a kid who wasn't let into a school in Japan because they didn't have a father, which was like shameful. That's and sad. so and so they tried to pose as their father, which in this case actually was unsuccessful, but started the idea of like, that's unfair. And so this person says they're trying to, like, right the wrongs of society, basically. Wow. Um, but, but by fitting in with them. Oh, it's very, very strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, in one situation, um, they're... Oh, okay. Here's a quote. I played a father for a 12-year-old with a single mother. The girl was bullied because she didn't have a dad, so the mother rented me. I've acted as the girl's father ever since. I'm the only real father that she knows. Okay, so he's been seeing her for eight years, and she just graduated high school. And she does not know that he's not her real dad. And he's been acting this. And so he says the main thing is what? that... Um, here's another quote. If the daughter gets married, I have to act as a father in that wedding. And then I have to be the grandfather. So I always ask every client, are you prepared to sustain this lie? It's the most significant problem our company has. So he's ready to sustain it indefinitely. 
Oh my god. So sorry, I didn't realize when you said that this, this isn't like hire family for an event. This is like hire a full time lifelong intense. family. Yeah. So I mean, fuck. I mean, but the thing is, like, they only will. The father, in this case, is pretending that he has another family, so he can only visit a couple hours a week. Right. Um, and, and like so special does he, events. Is he? He must like be pretending to be multiple people at once. Right. So that's the thing. The hard thing is that he has multiple uh, families. So here's another quote: In this company, one person can have can only have five families at a time. That's the rule. It's not only about secrecy. The client always asks for the ideal husband, the ideal father. That's a very difficult role to maintain. It's really interesting because, so I mean... So many families. I really like... The client always asks for an ideal husband, an ideal father. That's a very difficult role to maintain. It just sounds like life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like it's yeah. hard so is it for to everyone. Be, yeah. It's, like, hard to be a good person. But, like, this is a thing where... But when you're trying to be five ideal husbands, that's... Right. That's and you have to be different. So, like, in this situation, um, the the wife always wanted him to never raise his voice and to, like, never be angry about anything. Right. So... He's just, like, always having to, like, hold his temper, which makes sense, getting paid to do it. Yeah, yeah. But every time he leaves, like, the girl comes up to him and is like, please don't leave. And so she, like, thinks he's his dad. It's crazy. It's really, really nice. Oh, this is... There's 800 people doing this. Yeah, it's really... It's everyone in Japan an actor. That's the impression (laughs) that I'm getting. I think also, like, this is also totally a thing of, like... Western media picking up on these things, yeah, like, and being like, oh, "This is that's likely so not a big deal at all in Japan, and we are just trying to make a huge deal out of it." Do you know what I mean? And like, he, the thing I don't understand is that he's been on like a couple different media outlets and stuff, and you see his face. So like, mm. wouldn't those families then be like, yeah. "Oh, this, the big story is this about the not like." Um... Isn't that my dad yeah. talking about how he pretends to be someone's dad? Right, and then like he comes home and he's like. Uh, yeah, that's my job for other people. Like, not for you because you're my daughter. But when I do other things, that's I'm, I'm a pretender. <laughs> but here I am a real boy. And then he says it to every other person. Yeah. He's like a Pinocchio. Um, there's an order form where every possible preference is listed. Hairstyle, glasses, beard, fashion sense. Do you like classy or casual? Is he affectionate or stern? When he arrives, should he be talkative or tired from a long day of work? Um... Yeah, so you can just completely tailor a person, which is really interesting. That's so... And in terms of, like, yeah... It's fascinating. Yeah, it's really... This is, like, actually really interesting. So, yeah, we also do interesting content. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you'll also get hired to do embarrassing things for people who don't want to do those embarrassing things. Right. So in Japanese business culture, this is a quote, there's a situation where you have to visit a company and say, I'm deeply sorry for what I just did, and bow and bow. Um, so he'll have nightmares about doing this. And so he's done this before. Um, usually I accompany a salary man who has made a mistake. I take the identity of the salary man myself. Then I apologize profusely for his mistake. Have you seen the way we say sorry? You have to go down on your hands and knees on the floor. You have to tremble. And there's this writer, my fave writer, Charles Yu. And this whole thing is basically just like a combination of two of his best short stories, which is Standard Loneliness Package. And My Last Days is Me. Basically, Standard Loneliness Package is about um, a call center where you um, can outsource your pain to other people and such that other people will take over your body for certain amounts of time and experience whatever you want. So oh they do God. a lot of funerals. They do a lot of surgery, like not surgeries, but like, um, like recovery, recovery yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. So they do emotional and physical pain. 
So it's it's very similar to that. Just one more interesting thing they have to do is um, be so if a wife cheats on a husband, then a lot of times the husband will be like, "Well, I want to meet this dude and beat him up, right?" Okay. So then what will happen? Oh, I see. Oh no. He will pose as the boyfriend as a yakuza, which is like a gangster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then when he arrives, he'll just be so yakuza that the guy won't want to fight him but instead just be like oh i don't need to fight him he's like a yakuza like that's like that's like a negative insult so well it's like the mafia isn't it yeah exactly so it's like well i don't even need to do anything about it he's clearly a piece of crap oh okay Um, i see oh okay diffuses the situation yeah diffuses the situation instead of getting beaten up um he gets proposed to by a lot of women um one client was pregnant and he went to her birth rather than ask her parents to be there oh wow um his favorite thing to act is to be in a fake wedding, is to be the groom. Um, so there's a lot of situations, so this is what he says. There are situations where parents pressure a daughter to marry, if she's a lesbian, for example. So they have an entire wedding, and it's in a fake wedding, except for the client's family. The friends and everyone else are fake. My side is all fake. Fifty fake people, all pretending it's real. The cost is two million yen for everyone. I feel like I have heard about this before. I think I did want to read an article about like being gay in japan oh yeah and that's this is that there are these that there are people who like maintain this charade of like having a whole pretend relationship Mm -hmm. and i mean that's obviously not just particular to japan right yeah um that's like historically been a thing but god that's intense isn't that really i mean it's really interesting just because like to do that whole thing and have like 50 fake people it's expensive i mean it's just like well, it's just fun, sad. though. Yeah, Plan fun. a wedding. But fun, You have right? to do a wedding all the time. Um, and then kind of just this this one's really intense. This is like actually a Black Mirror episode that actually aired. Um, there was one case of a man in his 60s. His wife died and he wanted to order another copy of her. We provided that. So basically they just had a person act as his wife for a couple hours a day but there was no there was not allowed to be any sexual interaction of any kind wow but like completely assumed the identity of that person which i i mean i think that's strange i think it's a lot like it's definitely a lot okay so the interviewer morin asks did she have the same memories as the wife and then yuichi says there are certain memories yes there's a blank sheet and the client writes the memories that he wants his wife to remember which, I mean, that is insane. Literally the most dystopian thing I have ever heard. Yeah. Now, Kathy just said that that was the most dystopian thing she's ever heard. But the thing is, she hadn't heard this. There is a place where people, all of their fingers are fused together to make flipper kinds of modules. But the only food is soup. Um... And let's be clear, uh, they're trying to spoon soup into their mouth with flippers. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried to do that before, but that's pretty much impossible to do. It's pretty insane. So it's like, you had this wife, she died, now you're going to hire someone to be your wife, but only have them remember the memories you want them to remember? So what you're going to do is hire hire someone to be like a a better version of your Mm -hmm. wife? But clearly it's not real, so you like just have to convince yourself it's real, or you don't even want... Th- I mean, the fucked up, like, misogynist thing was that you wouldn't even want a real person, right? Yeah. You just want a... I mean, a lot of people just want a person to project their emotions onto. 
God, this is so real. I know. Yeah, sorry, it's not very funny, but it's <laughs> it's intense. I mean, it's interesting. It's it is, very it's interesting. It's for sure interesting. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Audacity, helping you make bold audio editing choices. The following is testimony from real Audacity customers. I love Audacity because I have very, I have very vibrant P's and uh, D's and P's, and um, I just, uh, it's really nice to be able to just completely take those out of the whole software. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I like Audacity because I'm a very heavy breather. <gasps> And I can edit all of that out. Uh, and I just sound completely normal. Uh, I, I, I like to scream at night. But when I scream, Audacity can take that right out. My favorite thing about Audacity is that I can apply the certificate and accent filter. And then I sound like this. Sometimes it doesn't quite work properly, which explains why this South African accent is so bad. This one's crazy. We had a case recently where a dying man wanted to see his grandchild, but it would not have been born in time. His daughter was able to rent an infant for the day. I mean, that's pretty dope. That's actually, I think that's really nice. That's really nice, because it's it's like, it doesn't matter who the infant is. It's also like, heartbreakingly tragic. Yeah. It's like, you're gonna die. And you just want to see your grandkid born. And it's like, it doesn't really matter if it's real. As long as you believe it's real. Like, you're the only person it matters for. Yeah. You die. Unless the mother feels guilty later. Like, that's the only thing. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Also, who's renting out their kids? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whose infant was this? I mean, this dude's running around and just being like, I need a fucking infant. Like, instantly. Give me an infant now. Well, I was just thinking, I saw a play today and there was two real babies on stage. Mm, And I was like... I've also seen the play. Who's giving up their babies for this play? And then I was thinking like... like Oh, money. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I understand. Money. Okay, so the thing, this is the Ferryman, which is playing in London at the moment. Good play, good play, very good play. Yeah. But um, there's a bit in the play. So the baby Mm -hmm. always comes from upstairs. Did this fucking stress you out as much as it stressed me out? Oh, you thought that it was going to fall down the stairs? always carried up and down the stairs. And it's like a metal staircase. And I was like... I cannot watch this. Yeah, what 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 struck me was that the um actor who was holding the baby um at one point was holding the baby quite nonchalantly. It was like <laughs> not one hand but like kind of like cuz there was like a whole bit being done with the baby. It was like a scene between this actor and the baby. And I was like, what if this is my was actually my first thought like what if they just threw a baby on stage? Would everyone, like, revolt? Like, what would happen if they just threw the baby up? Like, would people, like, lose <laughs> no, their no, fucking no. When minds? I it, when I went to see it, there was a woman sat behind me in the theatre with her husband. And in the interval, she was like, I don't think the baby's real. <laughs> and her husband was like, no, no, I think it might be. And she was like, no, 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 no. The animals were definitely real. The goose was real. The baby... I think it's probably animatronic. <laughs> and like, it was clearly a fucking real baby. It could like, not have been more real baby. That you would be so sure that there would not be a real baby in a play that you would be willing to believe that technology had got us to the point where you could convincingly create right. a fully accurate baby. And that we'd use that for theatre, not for anything else. We're like, we've made the best robot. We're gonna for use the West it. End. <laughs> We're going to use it, oh, yeah, for the West End, for all of our great actors. <laughs> We need to have them to have great scene partners. <laughs> also, just thinking. I mean, this is not related, but they do two shows a day with a matinee. That's three hour and fifteen minute show. 
It's a really fucking long show. Oh my god, is it long? At the start, I was like, are there two intervals? And the guy was like, there's an interval and then there's a ten minute pause between acts two and three. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there wasn't even ten minutes, it was like two minutes. And by the end, they just all looked tired. <laughs> and I was like... Because they probably were. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Like, and like it's okay because they're supposed to be tired. It's an emotionally intense play. Yeah, and it takes place, yeah. We should stop talking about the fairy. Yeah, you should go see it, guys. Yeah, it's a great play. We can um, do like a, a an extra bit. Yeah, exactly. That we just we just, we just talk about the fairy. We just do a podcast yeah, around exactly. the fairy. Um, just the last little bit of this was kind of what I said before, but the interview asked interviewer asks, "So you are correcting injustice?" And then Yuichi says, "A woman with a boyfriend doesn't need to hire a boyfriend. A man with a father doesn't need to hire a father. It's about bringing balance to society." So I like to give this guy the benefit of the doubt, even if it is dystopian and insane, and there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Yeah, he is capitalizing off of it in terms of making money. But yeah, he's having to make money. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's not in this for just the good of it, right? The flip side of that is, like, That's a... these people need something, so they will pay me. Yeah, exactly. And I will give them the relationships they can't get. Right. Yeah. Um. Wow. That's yeah. intense. Pretty intense. Wait, actually, I have a question. Oh. Um, so that's, yeah. yeah, just what would you, okay, so, like, what would you rent someone for? Like, is there any situation, okay, just get over the qualm of, like, renting someone, Okay, whatever. that's fine, we'll yeah. pretend that that's Get fine. over it, like, okay. what would be a situation <laughs> where, where you would want someone, it. like, to be an actor that you could then have an experience with, or you could, like, um, redo a breakup, I don't know, anything like that. Ooh, okay. I see what yours is. No, <laughs> or I yeah, know right. you could like redo a right. breakup. I don't know. Maybe like there's a specific breakup you could redo. <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm not a very angry person in general. Sure. Like no, <laughs> sure, Kathy. No, no, no. But like, no, no, I, no. I know, we okay. all believe you. No, what I mean is, I don't shout very often. So Good. I would quite, I would quite like to hire someone that I could like scream at and oh, not yes. feel bad about it and just okay. be, and just like anything that I'm angry about I could just be like yeah yeah fuck the fucking back um but I'd probably the thing is about you me you wouldn't though, do that though I would still feel fucking awful you about it you would feel really terrible about it I would feel really bad but yeah that what would you do um uh I actually didn't think of an answer um I'd honestly like if I was really honest with myself is it really I'd, a breakup no it's not <laughs> I would probably hire someone but then, like, try to get them to, like, get out of character. Do you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> I, would, I would, like, hire them and, like, give them a lot of specifics about their character. <laughs> and then, like, really try to break them. Like, you know what I That's mean? That's like, so cruel. I know. Like, have them be, like, my long-lost brother and, like, go to a thing and tell the other person. There's, and like, then, like of weird specifics. Right, exactly. And you're exactly. constantly, like, um... Oh, do you remember that time? Right, when exactly. We were seven? And just see them sweating. And you give them like a hundred page booklet of yeah, data. Exactly. And, the, and my other friend would be totally in on it, but then I would act like that they were totally offended or like that they used to have a fling with this person. Oh, there'd be so much fun you could do. Oh, there would be. And at the end, you could be like, it's all in good fun because he just paid you $200. So, like, I mean, if you're going to pay them, someone a lot of money. That's a. I, right. I realize, no, 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 no. I no, realize no, no. that we've we've got over that. We we, we have said different we were, morals. We said yeah. we were okay with that. Right. No, I actually couldn't that do this. Is fundamentally, not okay. Yeah. Right. Just because you have a lot okay of money. Just if you pay. Right. That yeah. should be my catchphrase. <laughs> That's Kathy's only catchphrase. <laughs> it's, it's not, not okay. Just, just if you pay. pay. It's kind of grammatically nonsensical, but. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Yeah. So am I. Hey, I'm grammatically hey. nonsensical. Hey, hey, hey. All right. That's it. Okay. It's 
and John Paul. We're doing a podcast. We did it. It's, it's happened. It's Kathy and John, and John Paul. And I'm here. That was about it's half an hour of the things we said you and I. in the shed. Oh, that was oh, good, look at wasn't that. it? That was so lovely. We function on a strictly don't need to know basis. The thing that you didn't need to know, but now you know is things you can pay people to do for you if you pay them to do it. Mm, never got catchier. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this loony episode of podcast. I just want to remind you that if you're hearing this little soundbite, if you could just please leave a review and and so give us some stars, because that would be so great. Even greater would be to tell a friend, you gotta listen to this, because if you don't, bad things will happen to you. Like one of those chain messages from when you, we all use AIM. What a fun, what a fun day. Um, sleep tight, everybody.